0: Log Talk Radio. And once again, once again, you are tuned in live to Beyond the Lab. And we are so excited to be here today. Um, This is Black Women in Artificial Intelligence Anniversary Week, and this is our podcast. So we are so excited about the conversation. It is an extremely important conversation that we must have, and it's about maternal health care and technology, and joining us today is Wanda Irving and Bianca Pryor. We're so excited to have them here because this is their first time, not only on Beyond the Lab, but on this type of venue, so let's welcome Wanda and Bianca to the show. How are you ladies doing? Just fine today. Thank you very much for having us. Doing good, Angel. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Well, I am excited to have you guys here. I have um, been a part of conversations in regards to Dr. Shalant's Maternal Action Project. And once I was able to see what you guys are doing and what you're hoping to achieve, you know, in removing barriers, biases, and desperate disparate practices that impede access to equitable quality care for black women and women of color, it was extremely important for me to have you here on Beyond the Lab. So let's start out in giving our audience an introduction, and if you'd like to go first, Bianca, give us more insight on who you are.
1: Happy to. And your role
0: in the organization. Yeah,
1: no problem. So, I'm Bianca Pryor for the audience, and again, really excited to be here. So I became involved with Dr. Shalon's Maternal Action Project about fall 2019. So on a professional, you know, board level, but also on a personal level, this work is is really, really deep um, to me. So Dr. Shalon Irving was actually my best friend. We met when we were at Purdue back in 2002 and we had met at a a black graduate student association and you know hit it off became fast friends and really you know journeyed through life together including both being pregnant at the same time so when I lost my best friend January of 2017 obviously incredibly heartbroken and figuring out what to do with that pain and Wanda, who will introduce herself in a bit, you know, came up with the fabulous idea to, to create a 501c3 in her name. And again, to close that gap, right, Black women are three to four times more likely to die during and after childbirth. And that's exactly the point in which we lost Shalon. So we wanted to turn that pain into purpose and figure out what we were going to do in her name. So that then birthed um, Dr. Shalon's Maternal Action Project. And We've up, been up to some really great projects you know, in the past couple of years, I'm so happy to share more about that when we, we get to that part of the convo. Um, but acting as the uh, co-director for Dr. Shalon's map, also the visionary behind the Believe Her app, and a founding member, and um, again, excited to share more, but I'll, I'll kick it over to Wanda to uh, share more about her incredible daughter.
2: Thank you, Bianca. Wonderful introduction. Um, My name is Wanda Irving. Um, I was blessed to be the mother of Dr. Shalon Irving. I basically um, couldn't have asked for a more wonderful daughter than I had. Shalon was a champion in the field of um, equity and racial equality. Uh, Her motto was she sought Inequity wherever it existed she wasn't afraid to call it by name and she worked hard to eliminate it and her vow was to create a better earth. So when I lost Shalon, who was my heart um, it became clear to me that I had to keep her legacy alive and I couldn't betray um, her memory by not trying to follow in her footsteps the best I could. So when I lost her, of course, as Bianca said, we both were in a state of um, just total, our lives were shattered um, without her. And so we started to put that pain into purpose, as she mentioned, and we formed Dr. Shalon's Maternal Action Project or Dr. Shalon's MAP. I serve as the uh, chair of the board for Dr. Shalon's MAP. Most of the, I would say, 95% of the board members were either friends or colleagues of Shalon, and they all share the same commitment um, that both Bianca and I share. It's a, it's personal for us because of who Shalon was and what she set out to accomplish and what i think her death really kicked off in 2017 um and that is really paying very close attention to a crisis that's been going on for decades now but when someone like shalon with double phds um two masters degrees and the kind of work that she did as lieutenant commander in the u.s public health service and a well-renowned epidemiologist at the CDC, uh, if she could fall victim to this terrible um, public health crisis, no black woman is Mm -hmm. safe. And so that's what we're all about, trying to make sure that we, in fact, um, try to save black women from this this terrible crisis. I
0: love... um First, sorry for your loss. Certainly sorry for your loss. And I I love the fact that the words that you said, putting pain into purpose. And within that pain, you've created an organization that continues your daughter's legacy and your best friend's legacy uh, beyond what I believe you, you, you may even think because there are so many black women who are in this position in terms of healthcare and the biases and, you know, the, mm-hmm. the things that are being taught and the things that are being thought, the perception of black women and, and how we carry ourselves and move in certain spaces, in particular in healthcare, when we're going to uh, get care and we you know say we're in pain and sometimes it can certainly be ignored uh they, based on their thought of our, our um, ability to accept pain more so than others. We may not appear to be as delicate, I'll just use that word, as other people. And so you created Dr. Shalon's Maternal Action Project. What vision for this project, Bianca? Oh. It's so big, Angel.
1: It is, you know, and I think that we're just at the very beginning of it. You know, it was, I always like to share this because I do think it's important to explain what happens below the tip of the iceberg, right? Like it's, it's really mm-hmm. been an adventure and lots of rolling up the sleeves. So when we started, our first milestone between Juan and I was like, let's just get a landing page up. <laughs> that was it. Just get a landing mm-hmm. page up to like credentialize the the organization. And and the hope was, because Wanda had a very big talk with Ted Med last March twenty twenty, we wanted to be able to drive attendees who were at Ted Med in Boston right to our landing page. And so that was goal number one. And then everything really mm-hmm. started to unfold from there, right? It it became the discovery meeting the credential meetings, like, who are you? How can we help? And we really spent a lot of last year doing a lot of stakeholder engagement work, but also listening. And it was really important for us to figure out what were we going to do in this space. You know, in the black maternal health space, it mm-hmm. is deep. It is wide. You have policymakers, research institutions, corporations now leaning into it. We're starting to see a crop of, you know, digital apps, and technology servicing this space, too, then you have midwives and doulas and payers and practitioners to the whole medical industrial complex as well, too. So we had to really Mm -hmm. lean back and think about what was our our positioning going to be. So we knew we had this story to share, and we know that with stories it humanizes data. When you hear the data that the CDC has put out about black women are three to four times more likely to die during or after childbirth compared to white women, that is a stark statistic, mm-hmm. very alarming. But then when you put overlay Shallan's story or you overlay Kira Johnson's story or Shamani's story, all of these black women who have died due to this tragedy, it really humanizes it and it forces you to take action. So we knew that telling that mm-hmm. story had power, and we wanted to be how we led that, led our, our nonprofit with that. However, we also knew we needed to do something a little bit more. Was that going to be storytelling in community, um, in sister circles, in conversation? Were we going to empower partners and aunties and grandmas to help with advocacy? You know, started doing some research behind that. And because of COVID, it became really clear we couldn't do these sister circles or listening circles or training in person as we had hoped. So it really Mm -hmm. pivoted what we could do. And we said, well, I think an opportunity is to go digital. Like, why can't we do the same format in an app, you know, peer-to-peer empowerment space? We could still get that, provide that same benefit um, in that way. So we have since, you know, in our year of um, getting that off the ground, we've developed an app called Believe Her, and we are excited about it. We have partnered with our tech partners who already had an app out called iRelate, and um, essentially they've helped us build our own, and we are creating community and trying to build that up, and essentially you could think of it as a 24-7, 365 Um, chat space where you could go in, you can provide advice, non-clinical advice to black birthing people and mothers, or you could receive it um, depending on where you're at in the care spectrum. It's open to black birthing people. That's our our primary bullseye, um, but also medical care practitioners, um, providers, you know, midwives, doulas, but really, What we want to do is create that virtual village that's going to have your back. So when you are standing in a birthing space, a hospital room, and you are not feeling well, just as Sharon did, you can jump into the app and say, hey, sis, you know, are my ankles supposed to be swelling like this? Because this doesn't feel right. And that's when we all get in there and Mm -hmm. say, no, push back, talk to the patient safety officer, and this is how you should do it.
0: So, essentially, you guys have created a safe space for women to have the conversations um, that they've attempted at times uh, to have with their medical provider, with their doctors, and and at times, not all the time, but at times have been dismissed, mm-hmm. you know, as, as something in our heads or, no, you're fine, you know, uh, normalizing the pain, essentially, yeah. um, but – you guys are creating a safe space to have those conversations.
1: Exactly, exactly. And more than that, you know, tactics and what is the language? What is the, mo- the next move I need to take to get action? And, mm-hmm. you know, Wanda tells it best, but, you know, when you're, bur- like, when you're birthing and you're bedraggled and your line of defense is so low, it's like mm-hmm. you feel vulnerable, and, you know, that's mm-hmm. what happened to Shalon And, Wanda, I don't know if you want to share a little bit about that or, you know, when you were also trying to voice your concerns and just not feeling heard.
2: Um, you're exactly right, Bianca. Um, Shalon started having discomfort and symptoms probably within five days after giving birth. She had a hematoma to start with. She went to the doctor, and this is with a newborn baby who had GERDs and was having trouble uh, nursing, and she wasn't sleeping, and so, of course, Shalon wasn't sleeping. But she went to the doctor um, with the hematoma, and the doctor just told her, don't worry, things will be fine, just let it heal itself. Now, that's mm-hmm. she was on her way out of the hospital when she ran into her her OB, who, went, who brought her back to her office and drained it and dressed it, etc. But things didn't stop there. Within another few days, she had um, swollen limbs. She was not voiding. She was um, gaining weight and just did not feel well. And she kept going to the doctor. She went no fewer than seven times to the doctor in 10 days seven times, and each time she was dismissed with, um, you know, don't worry, you just had a baby, you're fine, Um, Mm -hmm. let us take care of this, don't worry about it, go home, and if you're not better in another couple of days, then come back. The last time she went, I went with her. It was uh, the 24th of January. She had the same symptoms that she had been going in with, in addition to her blood pressure, was just off the charts. She went in and um, wanted to see a doctor. And they put her in a room, and finally a nurse practitioner came in. So she took the, the uh, blood pressure and looked at it, and she, you could see the surprise on her face, and she took it again. She said, oh, this is a little high. Let me, let me do this again. Something must be wrong with the machine. So she did it again, and, of course, it was still high. And so she said, um, let me go talk to the doctor and I'll bring the doctor back. It took about 15, 20 minutes and she came back. And, of course, she was without the doctor who just happened to be way too busy with patients right then to come in. So she gave Shalon a prescription for blood pressure medicine. And um, I, you know, we explained to her, look, her legs are swollen. There's something going on here. So she told us to go down to the emergency room to um, have her legs x-rayed for clots. And Shalon said, well, I've had blood clots. I know what they feel like. This is not a blood clot. There's something else wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't find anything else. Go down. But the blood pressure is high. Well, that probably is from the blood clot. Go down. We went down there an hour and a half with a crying baby Waiting for her to be seen she was seen um, on the x-rayed her and of course there was no blood clot We went back up to the hospital to talk with the doctor doctor was not available again so the nurse practitioner gave her the same Same song and dance about it being um, to be expected because she just had a baby and to go home she listened no more to me than she did to Shalon and Shalon just finally told me, you know, mom, just let's not because all that's going to do is have us put out because they'll see you as an angry black woman and it's not going to do any good. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I'm fuming and furious, but there was nothing else we could do. And I, if I had known there was an officer in in the hospital that I could have gone to and demanded that something be done, I would have done that. So the app that um, Bianca is describing would have been perfect if it were available because I could have jumped on there and said, hey, I need help. Please, can somebody tell me what am I supposed to do next? But instead, we went home, um, got the prescription, of course, and went home and within three to four hours Shalon collapsed and lost consciousness and never regained that consciousness. And we lost her. We took life support off four days later because there was absolutely no hope. And we had looked at her medical um, directive. And she had a handwritten paragraph in there to me. And the last line was, Mom, if anything happens, you know I'll fight hard. But if there's no hope, please let me go. And it took another day or two um, when I finally could get the, the courage to do that because I was sitting with her and there just was one tear that came out of her eye and down her cheek. And I knew then that I had to let her go. So, you know, it's just, it is just so painful to know that you have lost a child and it's a preventable death that is what I think makes it so extremely hard to get through and makes me so angry and so motivated to make sure that there is some accountability built into this system, even though it is operating exactly like it was set up to operate. And our, our black mothers are not being heard, valued, believed. And given the kind of treatment that would save their lives.
0: Well, um, testimony, and I I think that everyone who is listening, um, you're giving us permission um, to, to push back when we know our bodies, we've been in these bodies, and we know when something is off and it doesn't feel just right. And I, I think, um, this gives us that permission because oftentimes we're taught if it's a person in a white coat, the doctor, just believe that doctor, believe what they say and that's, that's the final word. But I believe that this app and your testimony today will give more women who are listening to this conversation permission to push back and say this this doesn't feel right and, and I believe this is you know prior to getting pregnant while you're pregnant and after because there are a lot of things that are happening in our bodies you know prior to pregnancy you know and 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 the doctors aren't always able to explain you know what why is there flooding why why are these things happening to my body oh you know that you you'll be fine just you know take these birth control pills or take this or that but not really addressing the issue and i feel empowered now when i go to the doctor to say this 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 doesn't feel right and i love the fact that this is going to help women w- whether they're Having a baby or not, I think that courage to ask questions, that courage to push back is, is extremely important. And I do want to thank you so much for sharing such, you know, a powerful testimony. And I, I, I can, I can feel the pain in your voice. And, um, I admire all that both of you are doing. And I, I just want to, you know, thank you. For this, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Because I believe you're going to save so many other women um, who are in this space and in this situation right now. How do how do they connect with the app? What do they need to do so that they can get this information in their hands?
1: Absolutely Thank you Angel Yeah
0: So you can follow
1: us A couple different ways Or all the ways You know The first You know We built all of this Off of our foundation Our 501c3 So we have um, Instagram for Dr. Shalon's Internal Action Project. We have Facebook, Twitter, and we have a website, www.drshalonsmap.org. Then, more specifically, we do have a microsite for the Believe Her app, which is simply www.believeherapp.com. We also have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or believe her as well. So we would very much love to build community with our black women in AI. I'm I'm a member too. So let's stay connected. Um, You can also email me at Bianca at org.
0: Now, is the app available for use right now?
1: Yes, it is. So we launched the Okay, it's live. Mm -hmm. it is live we launched the week of black maternal health week which was april 12th through the 17th of this year happens every april and we went live then we're still building our base building communities so we'd love to invite you into our virtual village to check it out join some rooms um, and start discussions contribute to discussions you know anything you can do to support us, we would, we would love. It's available on the Apple Store as well as uh, Google Play. So you can find it in both um, platforms.
0: Awesome. And is there a way that people can um, donate to your cause? You indicated that you guys are, um, have a, a nonprofit organization. Is there a way that people can uh, donate yeah,
1: absolutely. So through the Dr. Shalon'smap.org map.org website, there is a yellow donate button. can't miss it. And, you know, if you feel moved, you know, to this cause, then please feel free to. Um, um, we would certainly welcome that and will help us get us on our way to phase two of all the, the tech developments and all the big plans that we have for um, taking this app to the next level, which, you know, we are have eyes on partnerships, and you know, leveling it up and integrating some other capabilities beyond just chat. So that's what we see for the future of Believe Her. And again, our, our mission is to really create that collective line of defense and, and make sure this never ever
0: happens
2: to
1: um, another black person or mom again.
0: Awesome. Well I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of Beyond the Lab and discussing Dr. Shalon's Maternal Action Project. It is certainly a worthy cause. It is certainly something that is going to be life-changing for many women. Um, for those of you who are listening, please go and uh, get the app. Go to Dr. Shallan's map.org, O-R-G. It's D-R-S-H-A-L-O-N-S-M-A-P.org to find out more information about this organization. And, again, thank you both for giving us all permission, and sometimes that's all we need. We need that push, that permission to ask the questions that, you know, sometimes we're afraid to ask. Sometimes it can be a cultural thing where you just don't talk about this, you just don't talk about that. But I believe that this gives us that permission to do so. And, I, again, I'm certainly feeling empowered um, after this conversation, because now I need to have different conversations. <laughs> right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. It's in your head. True. It's all, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, no, that's, mm-hmm. that's not true. Mm-mm. Something is going on. And, and it's some, it, 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 to me, it is about empowering women and black women to have those conversations because sometimes we don't and yeah. um, having advocates. And, and this app will give us an advocate It will give us someone that we can talk to And say hey this mm, I don't know this doesn't feel right This is what they told me uh-huh. Does this sound right let's, let's walk through this
2: That's right That's right Well Empowered. thank, you so, brother, yes, you,
0: thank you, you so much
2: Our pleasure Thank you
0: so much Last word I want to give you guys the microphone Any final thoughts before we leave
2: I think it was um, pretty much touched on a lot of things here, but as you mentioned, Angel, we know our bodies. We know them better than anyone else alive, including the doctors. And so if Mm -hmm. something doesn't feel right, then there is something wrong. And like you said, push back, get out there. If that's not um, going to work with that doctor, demand another doctor or see someone higher up. But don't leave out, because um, I will forever carry the guilt that we left that hospital that day. I should we should have stayed there until they put us out if that were the case, so you have to you have to advocate for yourself and make sure you speak up because when we came home that last day, I had never seen Shalon look so down and I think it was because she was feeling the impending doom that the doctors chose to ignore so don't let this happen and I'm talking to other grandmothers like myself don't let this happen to your daughter be there feel empowered and stand on what's right and that is getting your child the care that is necessary to keep her alive Great. I'd, I'd add to that,
1: Wanda, in audience. is just believe black women. It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. Believe black women.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Great closing.
1: That
0: awesome. is it. Yes. We're going to leave with that and thank you guys again so much for being a part of Beyond the Lab. Such a wonderful and thoughtful conversation, and I certainly appreciate it. And we will certainly invite you back because I'm sure you have more initiatives and events and things of that nature uh, coming up. But thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time.
1: Thank, thank you, you so Angel, much. for being an amazing, amazing host. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And you guys have a good night.
2: Bye. Good night.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Once again, once again, and you are tuned in live to Beyond the Lab, where we discuss maternal health care and technology. Uh, Wanda Irving and Bianca Pryor shared their hearts with us tonight, and I am moved beyond words. Actually, um, it, it's such an important topic, and it, it may feel uncomfortable to some. But it's so important to have these conversations to talk about the things that are going on in our bodies. Yes, we work. We're in the artificial intelligence sector, and we're doing a a number of different things. But if something is happening in your body, it is important that you, as uh, Wanda Irving said, speak up and advocate for yourself and feel empowered. And for those who are in the healthcare system, believe black women. Despite any uh, things that you've heard as far as, you know, I, I've heard some people say, well, black women can take more pain than anyone else. Uh, stop that. Believe what we say because we know our bodies. We know what's happening inside of us. And so, again, I just implore you guys to go. To Dr. Shalon, support this nonprofit organization. Make sure you download the app. You may not need the app now, but maybe a friend will. Maybe you can introduce it to a friend. Go in and have those conversations because it's extremely important for our health, is extremely important for our future, and for the next generation so that we will not continue to be that statistics of three to four times we're more likely to pass away before or right after giving birth. We have to make this a priority. Thank you guys so much for being a part of Beyond the Lab with Black women in artificial intelligence. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on the other side of the microphone. Have a good night.